Welcome to Saints Alive, where we take you with us to meet God's most heroic followers. The saints were just ordinary boys and girls who allowed God's love to transform them into real-life superheroes. Their love for God changed our world. Did you know that God has sent you here to become a saint? It's up to you to choose love over fear, to be courageous, faithful, and kind. The choice to become a saint won't be easy, but it will be worth it. So listen closely and open your hearts. These real-life tales of the saints from the past may just inspire you how to live your story. Let's go on this adventure together. Catholic Family Crate and Saints Alive have teamed up to create an interactive listening experience with a collection of saint coloring pages. These pages are hand-illustrated, free, and you can download and print them from any computer. Color along by listening to Saints Alive by downloading these coloring sheets at catholicfamilycrate.com slash saintsalive. Again, that link is catholicfamilycrate.com slash saintsalive. We're back for another episode of Saints Alive, our first three-part episode. There is so much to St. John Paul II's story, we knew we couldn't squeeze it into two. But before we hear the rest of JP2's story, let's catch up with Paul. Now, where is he? Oh, that's right! It's opening night! St. John Paul II, pray for me. You're on in ten, Paul. Break a leg. Peter, you can't possibly mean that we should go into battle. Susan, listen to me. Now is the time to be brave. Now is the time for us to rise up and take back Narnia. Not just for them, but for all of us. Now, who's with me? Hey, Paul. That was great. I knew you could do it. Thanks. You were awesome as Edmund, too. <laughs> That's funny. Edmund was the name of Carol Voitewa's brother. Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> I guess so. See you Monday, Brad. See ya. Hey, kiddo. You did such a great job tonight. I'm really proud of you. Thanks, Mom. What are you looking for? Um, remember that book you got me a few years back? You're going to have to be more specific. The one about John Paul II. I'm just trying to find it. Ah, that book. You mean the one you never opened? It's right over here. Yeah, thanks. I've got to find out how his story ends. Mmm, it's a good one. He becomes a saint. <laughs> well, I figured that much out. Night, Ma. Love you. Love you. And don't stay up too late. All right. Okay, where was I? Oh, man, this is it. Oh, 
alive, Pope John Paul II was shot in Rome during the his The Holy Father has been rushed to the hospital. Authorities have said that he remains in critical condition. And we pray for Pope John Paul II for his life to be saved. John Paul awoke in a small white hospital room. He could hear the hurried feet of nurses rushing from room to room, call lights ringing, and the gentle rhythm of an IV machine pumping beside him. He smiled when he heard the steady beep of his own heart rate monitor, a simple reminder that he had survived. Thank you, my lady. Holy Father, it's wonderful to see you awake. How are you feeling? Tired, but grateful to be here. It's truly a miracle you survived. Four shots were fired at point-blank range. One bullet hit your hand, and another just barely grazed your heart. It's unbelievable. On the face of Our Lady of Fatima. What do you mean, Holy Father? One hand pulled the trigger... Another guided the bullet. I know that Our Lady spared me from death. Hmm. I wouldn't doubt it. Well, I'll let you get some rest. Uh, they found him, by the way. The man who tried to kill you. His name is Mehmet Ali Aja. Oh, good. I want to meet him. Meet him? He tried to assassinate you. We all need to be forgiven by others. So we must all be ready to forgive. Asking and granting forgiveness is uh, something profoundly worthy of every one of us. Hmm. Well, rest up, Holy Father. The world needs their Pope back. True to his word, Pope John Paul went to visit Mehmet Ali Aja in prison. Mehmet wore a royal blue crew neck with red and white sneakers. He paced nervously in his cell, waiting. The guards opened his door, and in walked the Pope. Smiling, a broad, warm smile, as if he were seeing a brother. Come, we have much to talk about. For 21 minutes, the Pope and the convict sat in the far corner of the cell out of earshot. Before leaving, John Paul handed him a simple white box holding a rosary. It remains a mystery what was said between the two men, but the visit changed Mehmet's life and the world. You see, the Pope made sure to bring a photographer that day who snapped a simple photo of their conversation. Within hours, the picture became famous. It was printed in thousands of newspapers and remains one of the most well-known photos of John Paul. 
the Pope that showed us what it looks like to forgive. The Pope was back in action quickly following the assassination attempt. He imparted to the world seeds of wisdom that he had gained in prayer, and it touched the hearts of millions. Freedom consists not in doing what we like, but in having the right to do what we ought. There is no evil to be faced that Christ does not face with us. There is no enemy that Christ has not already conquered. There is no cross to bear that Christ has not already borne for us and does not now bear with us. And more than anything else, he imparted the same message that had shaped his own heart. Do not be afraid. Do not be satisfied with mediocrity. Put out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. The worst prison would be a closed heart. John Paul's indomitable spirit and love was tangible to the thousands that flocked to see him. He saw the face of Christ in every person, and the love that emanated from him changed hearts. They say that saints come in pairs, and at the same time that John Paul was Pope, there was another saint in the making that became a dear friend. She, too, sought the face of Christ in each soul she encountered. Mother Teresa, my sister, how good it is to see you again. Holy Father, thank you for coming all this way. It's been oh, too long. I'm beginning to grow old. I think I've lost an inch or two. Well, you still tower over me. <laughs> that isn't hard. <laughs> oh, Mother, how is your work here in Calcutta? You continue to pour yourself out for the people. It's uh, remarkable. It is a gift. A life not lived for others is not a life. But you know this already. <laughs> Mother, I want you to know how vital your work is to the church, to the world. The culture of death may appear as though it's growing, but you, you are a light. 
You are an icon of the good Samaritan serving the poorest of the poor and bringing them dignity. Hmm. Human life is a gift of immeasurable worth and it deserves always and everywhere to be treated with the utmost dignity and respect. I just want you to know your tireless love is changing the world. <laughs> Look who's talking. <laughs> Come. The people are waiting, my sister. After you, my brother. In 1995, Pope John Paul was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. The body that had summited countless peaks, carried him through loss and grief, and his tireless work for the salvation of souls was beginning to wither and weaken. But the heart he had for his flock never wavered. In August of 2000, two million young people came to Rome for World Youth Day. They stood outside the Vatican, waiting to hear their beloved Pope. Holy Father, they're ready for you. John Paul adjusted his zucchetto with a trembling hand and slowly stood, gripping the arm of the chair to balance himself. He no longer walked with the strength of his youth, but his strength of heart carried him forward. As soon as he stepped out into the lights, the roar of the deafening crowd seemed to shake the ground. He gathered what little strength he had to wave and bless the multitude in front of him, and then sat to give his speech. The crowds grew quiet. It is Jesus that you seek. When you dream of happiness, he is waiting for you when nothing else you find satisfies you. He is the beauty to which you are so attracted. It is he who provoked you with that thirst for a fullness that will not let you settle for a compromise. It is he who urges you to shed the masks of false alive. It is he who reads in your heart the most genuine choices, the choices that others try to stifle. John Paul turned the page with a shaking hand and continued on. The crowd hanging on his every word. It is Jesus who stirs in you the desire to do something great with your lives. The will to follow an ideal the refusal to
to allow yourselves to be crowned down by mediocrity. The courage to commit yourselves humbly and patiently to improving yourselves and society, making the world more human and more fraternal. Do not be afraid to be saints. Even when he struggled to raise his head and hold the pages of his speech with his trembling hands, he gave his all for Christ. On April 2nd, 2005, Pope John Paul lay in bed and knew that his last hours on earth were approaching. The world stood still. Holy Father, do you hear that? Let me crack open this window. Across St. Peter's Square came the sound of thousands singing to their beloved Pope. His flock had come to say goodbye. Carol smiled one last time and closed his eyes, letting the song fill his heart, savoring every word and knowing that the choir of angels would greet him in heaven. Let me go to the house of the Father. He left this world listening to the same sweet song that was sung the day he came into the world 84 years before.
Wow. You finished? Yeah. So, what'd you think? I think I know what I want to be when I grow up. An actor? Maybe. The Pope? It's a possibility. Okay, come on, tell me. A saint. Pope John Paul II was canonized a saint just four years after his death, on April 27, 2014. He is the patron saint of Poland, World Youth Day, and young Catholics. Soon after his death, the world quickly began to understand just how incredible Pope John Paul II truly was. Hundreds of stories of his holiness, love, and bravery found the pages of book after book Thousands of hearts were moved to Christ because of the work of his faithful servant. His life touched so many. Whether you are aware of it or not, your own life has an impact on those around you. How can you bring the light of Christ to others? Ask for the intercession of St. John Paul II and know that just like him, you were made for greatness. You were made to love and be loved by Christ. You were made for sainthood. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Alex. I'm Melissa. And I'm Tanner. And we are the team of Saints Alive. Thank you to all of our wonderful listeners who have supported us financially and spiritually over the last two years of production. You all have been instrumental in keeping Saints Alive in production, and we truly cannot thank you enough. We have an exciting announcement that will be released on All Saints Day, November 1st. Please subscribe to our newsletter on our website and follow us on social media to stay up to date. And thank you to all of the patrons who helped make this episode possible. Mary, Jason, Sebastian, Edith, Solanus, and Beckett Slattery, Mary, Grace, Charlie, Joe, Will, Kathleen, Jack, Peter, Matthew, Owen, and Lucy Danaher, Rose, Julia, Gianna, Chris, and Tamara Cox, Ellie, Evelyn, Nancy, and Paul, the Sadovsky kids, Eleanor, Jack, Anthony, and Mary Elizabeth, Paul, Jacob, Julia, and Gemma Turner, the Delon family, Bradley, Bethany, Evelyn, Abigail, Lucy, and Gianna, Nathan, Hannah, Josh, Isaac, and the whole Levi and Megan Clark family, the Horbosks boys, Leo, Henry, and Pius, the Cash family, and the Encolado family. Thank you all so much.